What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. Okay, welcome back to Confident as Fuck. I am here with a good friend, Mariana, and I'm so excited to chat with her. I say that about every big ass, but I just was telling Mariana, like, I haven't talked to her in so long. Probably haven't talked to her one-on-one since we went on a vacation together in Cabo with Brianna. You guys know Brianna. That's how I know Mariana. Brianna threw a retreat and Mariana was there with Patrice as well. You guys know Patrice from the previous episodes. Mariana is also a makeup artist, but she's also a kick-ass mom, a business owner, multiple business owner. We're going to get into all of it, so I can't wait to chat with her. So welcome, everyone. Welcome, Mariana, to the podcast. Hello. Woo, hello. Oh, thanks for having me. Yes. It has been a long time coming, I feel like. It has. It has. You've been on my list of reach outs for so long. And it was just like, I kept being like, oh my gosh, I got to reach out to her. Oh, I got to reach out to her. And then finally I was like, you need to sit down and you need to reach out to her because like after I had Patrice on, I was like, I need to have Mariana on too. So, and that was like 30 episodes ago or something. Patrice's podcast was so good. It was so good. She is such a good like speaker. She is. Um. Yeah, she she uses really like good words and she just explains things well. So it was really, really good. Really good. Yeah. You guys are great. Hers was hilarious. She was very um, we were a very like a chaotic weekend. She came down and yes. was very chaotic. <laughs> yeah, I heard all about that. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> you know, she can't ride a bike that well. Um, you know what, honestly, if somebody put me on a bike right now, I would absolutely bust my ass in the street. There's no <laughs> chance. Oh my like, God. At all. No chance whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, when you come to LA, you're going to have to ride a bike too. Yeah. I don't know about that. I heard there's, <laughs> heard there's a lot of cars. I could just hop in one of those. <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, okay. So tell us in your own words, who are you? What do you do? What businesses do you own? Give us the background. Um, hi, my name is Mariana Vigliotti. I live in Marlton, New Jersey, which is right outside of Philadelphia, probably like 20 minutes outside. Um, I own Marinco Beauty, a bridal hair and makeup company for, um, for weddings, obviously. Um, as of a year ago, I bought Brianna Michelle Beauty, which is a Las Vegas based bridal hair and makeup company. So now we have both. Um, and that's what I do. I started as a makeup artist, but more recently I have taken a little bit of a step back from servicing, um, to be able to kind of step into business ownership. Um, when somebody asks me what I do now, I don't even think <laughs> I like consider myself a makeup artist anymore. Um, if somebody says like, oh, well, she's a makeup artist. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're a CEO. But, 
Yeah. I mean, you know, I think, um, I think at this current time I'm, I'm enjoying the, uh, business ownership part a little bit more than the artistry part of it. Um, but it has its moments, you know, so I'm definitely going to be out there servicing this year because we're pretty busy. So it's who I am. That's what I'm doing. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into how you um, started and also how you acquired a second business and how that's been going. We're going to get into that later. Um, if you guys didn't know, Brianna Michelle Beauty is Brianna, was Brianna. Um, and that's how I met Brianna was she did my wedding for my mate or my she did my wedding. She did my makeup for my wedding. So I met Brianna there. I've told that on the podcast on hers and on multiple others, but that's how I met Brianna. And that was in Vegas. And so that's how this is all connected. Just connect the dots for you guys. Um, let's do a weekly fave. Do you have something you're loving this week? It could be like a product, could be an activity, a food. Yes. Um, Oh, I started with um, chocolate cherry protein shakes mm. in the morning. So that's why I'm a little bit late on my on my coffee today because that gives me like a little bit of a um, little bit of caffeine. Um, let me think. As far as product goes, I'm always a big um, it's a ten fan. I'm just, oh, yes. honest, I'm looking at my, I just, I just shampooed my hair mannequins <laughs> last night and I, uh, <laughs> I douse them and it's a 10. I like, uh, I like to do everything, um, that's hydrating and moisturizing and all of that sort of thing. Um, so I love it's a 10. We'll always put that in my hair. Um, okay. So I did food. I did. You don't have to do all categories, but you can. All right. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, with the the warm weather, it just, uh, it just turned Mm. um, warm here. So I'm uh, very into like boxy teas. Yes. What, what is warm for Philly and Jersey? Um, 60s. 60s. Nice. Mm -hmm. I'll even take like a high 50s. I'm out in a t-shirt and flops for sure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) That's like freezing for here. No. No. Yeah, but um, well, when Patrice came, she was like, "It's way colder than I thought." Like, I thought it was gonna be like sunny, ninety. She thought it was gonna be super hot, but it it does actually get like chilly at night, especially yeah, since we're close to the beach. That. Yeah, I remember that when um when I was I was living in LA for a little bit, and um yeah, like the nights are cold. Like you need to have like pants and a sweatshirt on for sure. For sure, um, and it's not like hot like you're not yeah it's very very comfortable yeah yeah for sure that was something I was very surprised too mm-hmm. like when we came for fourth of July um I of course had like shorts a tee yeah. you know tank top mm-hmm. and then the nighttime came and I was like whoa like it's freezing yeah. and I don't even have a jacket yeah. like I didn't think of a jacket because mm-hmm. you know in Texas it, it doesn't Hello. get hot it doesn't cool off in Texas at all, but yeah. And it's July. So yeah, but I always forget you're from Texas. I know my accent is completely gone unless I get a little tipsy and I say something like iron or ice. (laughs) Where in Texas are you from? Dallas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's do, do you have something you did this week that made you feel confident? Um, 
Yes. The first thing, that, don't laugh at me, you can judge somebody else, but the first thing that sticks out to me is I cleaned out my car. Oh. Listen, the situation is bad in that car, okay? So cleaned out the car, immediately felt like it like cleaned out my brain a little bit, if, if you know what I mean. I do. Um, yep, so I did that. Um, and then kind of like on a business front, we pulled two more sold out dates for this year, um, two more sold out wedding dates. So that always, that always makes me happy. It makes oh, yeah. me a little like, oh, well, I can't take anything else that day. And clearly it's a busy day, but it's a, it's a good, it's a good thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. I know the feeling of like cleaning out a certain area that's been like on your mind and you're like. I need to do this. I need to do this. And you just put it off and then you finally do it. It is like such a huge weight lifted off your shoulder where it's like, like you said, clearing that space in your brain. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, um, we all spend a a decent amount of time in our cars. So I think, you know, it just ends up being like a collection of just like uh, various things. And there's trash. There's like, listen, you know what? We don't have to get into the details of what's in my car. Yes, it is definitely, um, you definitely feel much better for sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. Well, let's get into the juicy stuff. Tell us how you started your business. So what, where did you start? Did you become a makeup artist first? Did you start like just doing makeup on friends? Like how did it all start? Yeah. Um, So I got, um, my first like industry job when I was probably 16 working in a salon, I was just a receptionist. Um, I just needed a job like after school. (laughs) Um, so I got hired there. I really enjoyed, um, the pace of it. I met a lot of really cool people. Um, definitely fell in love with like makeup and skincare and the estheticians and all of that hair didn't really interest me too much. Um, so after high school, I went to college just like, you know, you're supposed to do. Um, but I was going to, I was taking a makeup class at the same time. Um, and then the summer after my freshman year in college, I moved to LA for the summer, went to school out there. Um, and by that point I knew that, um, that makeup was, was going to be my calling and whatever the hell I thought I was doing in college was not going to be it. Um, so I switched and went to, um, I went to Rutgers, which is like my state school. I, I remember my dad being like, well, if you're going to do makeup. We don't need to be paying all this money for private school. Go to state school, save yourself some money. (laughs) Um, So I switched and I went to college for probably like two more years after that. But I found myself, which is very interesting. I found myself um, missing a lot of school because I was working as a makeup artist so much. At that point, I was in, um, I was really uh, like doing a lot of runway and fashion week and all of that. Um, but I was doing a bunch of different cities, fashion weeks, like across the country. So I was missing like weeks of college at a time. Um, and 
eventually I was like, yeah, well, you know, college will be there and this is what I'm doing now. Um, so I was doing that for a little bit, but I think eventually I was like, I don't know if I see myself living this like on the road lifestyle forever. Um, it's pretty exhausting. Uh, it is rewarding, but it's, it's pretty exhausting. Um, I'm glad I did it, but I didn't see myself doing that forever. Um, somehow I fell into bartending. I was a full-time bartender for like six years in center city. Um, kind of took a break from makeup for a little bit. That was kind of like, um, you know, when, uh, YouTubers and influencers and all of that were becoming a thing and I was a little frustrated by it. So I was like, eh, whatever. Um, so I was a full-time bartender for like six years. Um, I had my daughter and I knew that once she started going to school, I wasn't going to be wanting to work nights bartending. So I was either going to have to figure out something else or go back to makeup or, you know, whatever. Um, COVID kind of gave me a forced quit, um, essentially. So I was, I was home for a long time with nothing to do, but start to build a business. I had worked a little bit, um, for some other bridal teams, um, like girls that I had worked with at the salon or, um, you know, just, just people I knew from the industry. And I really started to, to enjoy that and see like the business behind it and how fruitful it can be. Um, so I started and I was like, you know what? I am not the type of person that does well working for other people. Um, I don't know if that's a good quality to have or a bad quality to have, but <laughs> good for entrepreneurs, bad for entrepreneurs who are trying to employ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, all right, well, ain't no time like the present. So we're going to do this and we're going to just, we're going to just jump all in. So there we go. Now we're in like March of 2020. I had booked some weddings, but I was hustling. Like it was a hustle and I didn't, I had no, no clue what I was doing. Like not, not one clue what I was doing. Um, later that year I got connected with Brianna and she, you know, obviously like she's done for the rest of us, turned my, turned my life around. Um, and fast forward a couple of years and here we are. Yeah, that's amazing. So I guess I didn't really realize that you like barely started in COVID. I feel like I thought you started way earlier because, but I think that's just a huge testament to like working with a coach and especially an amazing coach like Brianna, who can really take like, I have this, it's my passion. I know what I want to do, but I don't know how to structure it. And I don't know how to market it or how to like take it to the next level. And I think that's yeah. what she really does well. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's exactly what it was. And I, what was interesting, you know, when I first started working with her, um, was, you know, she told me that, you know, she goes, I really screen my clients. Like I take people who I know for the most part are going to be successful. Like I had the things, right. Like I had, you know, 
I was a decent artist. I had, you know, photos of my work. I had, you know, the education or whatever. Um, but I just wasn't like putting things where they needed to be. And I didn't understand jack crap about like marketing and all of that sort of, um, sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I just needed to be told how it works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. That's, I, I was just on a client call before this and she said the th- same thing where, and I hear this all the time is like, I know what to do for the most part. I have the tools. Mm-hmm. I just need guidance and like, I need a path Yeah, and I need accountability. And I think that really mm-hmm. speaks to like coaches and just business coaches or otherwise, you know, trainers, whatever that yeah. we know for the most part, we know what we want to do. We know where we want to go. We know mostly how to get there, but we also need like that expertise, the guidance, the accountability. And I think that's huge. Um, so you started working with her, what, like eight or nine months into your business. And then it just literally like exploded. I feel like, cause I feel like we went to Cabo. Was it the end of 2021? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, I started working with her December of 2020. We went to Cabo, um, yeah, December of, of 2021. Yeah. Um, and we had, we had started the conversation about me buying Brianna Michelle beauty, um, probably like a month before we went to Cabo, but we weren't saying anything because we weren't, <laughs> we weren't sure yet. I remember we were all, we were out to eat. I think it might've been Betty and she was like, um, so how's it going with, you know, cause everybody knew she was looking to sell it. And Betty was like, how's it going with the sale of the business? And she and I were both like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, low key. I knew at, at that time too. You did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She had told me like, um, cause by that time I was like stopping working with her. Um, I had told her like, I'm going to, I'm going to take a break. I need really need to focus on me personally because, yeah. um, and I need like, I need a break. I was at like a really, really low point and I had a breaking point very soon after, which yeah. I kind of knew was coming. But, um, so we had kind of like shifted into like a little friendship and, um, sure. she was like, I think Brian, I think Brian is going to buy it, but I'm not sure. Like, don't say anything. And I was like, okay, cool. But then, yeah, I remember that dinner and I was like, <laughs> we're acting like it's a big secret. Meanwhile, everybody knew. <laughs> No, I think I was the only person. I think I was the only person. Um, But yeah, that's like, so you bought a whole nother business literally a year after you started working with her. And I feel like that's just so amazing. So tell us what made you want to buy a second business and how has that process gone? What have been some challenges you've faced and like personally or business wise and how has that looked? Ooh, loaded question. Um, so, you know, I think when I first, when I first started my business, I think I had, you know, like you're laying in bed at night and you have these like massive, insane, like dreams and plans of what you're going to do in the future. I had like tossed around the idea of having multiple locations, but I think once um, we started to grow Philly, I saw very much like how location specific this sort of business is. 
Um, meaning like how much goes in to the back end of making sure you are, um, you know, when it comes to digital marketing, like showing up in your area, knowing the nuances of like people that live here and like all of, all of that sort of thing that I was like, holy cow, like to start from, and another super important thing, like making, um, like industry connections too. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, gosh, I don't know if I can, you know, start from scratch in like another location. Like that seems bananas. Um, and then, yeah, I was, I was still, I was still coaching with her and I knew that she had, she was trying a couple different things. Like she had a business manager for a while and then ultimately she decided to sell it and, you know, cause her heart just, you know, wasn't in it. It's going in a different direction. And, um, we were just like, uh, she had just said it. We were talking about it. And then I remember very specifically when it happened, I don't know, I don't know what it was that I, I, I like to do crazy shit sometimes, but, um, I was at my uncle's retirement party on Long Island. And, um, I remember I was boxering with her and, um, I was like, you know what? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going to say it and see how she responds. Um, if she's like, <laughs> if she's like, yeah, haha, that's funny. Then I'll be like, yeah, I was just joking. But if, <laughs> if it goes well, then like, yeah, obviously I have very serious intention behind it. So I just remember I stepped outside at the party, like onto the balcony. And I was like, listen, I'm just going to say something right now. And you can think about it. You don't have to answer right away, but I'm just going to drop this. And, you know, let me know when you get back to it. Um, but I want to buy Brianna Michelle Beauty. And she messaged me back almost immediately and was like, really, really? okay, like, let's, let's do it. Um, and she had had, uh, she had a couple other, um, a couple other people on the table. I think there were two other people that, um, that she was um, having conversations with, but I think pretty quickly she and I both knew that, um, that the best person for it to go to would be me for it to, you know, be for it to honor what she built and what she did with it. Um, and to see it, to see it go further, I was probably the best option. Um, and yeah, that was in November of 2021. Um, I went out to Vegas for the first time at the end of March of 2022. Um, we had like a, we were there for a week. We had a packed week, just like literally just trying to take it all in. Um, like just like put our eyeballs on things and like see how Vegas works. Um, I met the team. We did a little bit of a meeting. Um, and we got back and like the second week in April, we signed some contracts virtually. And that was that, um, that was the sale of the business. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was really like, yeah, it is kind of wild, right? Like just acquiring it and then just like, 
like you, I really enjoyed watching that by the way, like on Instagram and seeing you like go out there and seeing that transition, Mm -hmm. like it was really cool. And it, I want to touch on too, like you said, like the industry connections that you have in Philly and like how much you've built that Renee and I have tossed around the idea of opening um, a second location for our trucking business in um, Texas because my family's there and we would want to like kind of do, you know, go back and forth. And Renee said the exact same thing. He's like, Alicia, can you imagine like rebuilding all these connections? Like it's a lot. Um, And so we have also tossed around the idea of like acquiring a business instead of just rebuilding um, another, but yeah. And I think it makes much more sense because you're not starting from zero. Um, you're starting already with like, you know, foundation kind of stuff out of the way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, anybody who has started a business, which is a lot of people who listen to this podcast, you know, like when you start the business, like there's so many back end things, not only the connections, but like, you know, acquiring like all the correct like permits and like all the correct like everything and it the equipment like all that stuff is just it can be a lot and a lot of undertaking financially so yeah um and then how do you like Vegas (laughs) how do I like it Um, because you go there how I like it (laughs) personally you don't like it, you said, or are you? No, I said, how do I like it um, from a business owner's perspective, or how do I like it from a tourist perspective? Um, let's say both. Okay. Business first. Um, it is very interesting, I will say. That is the best word that I can use. And here's why I thought when I, like, quite literally up until I started working it and managing it, I thought that um, it was going to be copy and paste of what we do here in Philly. And I could not be more wrong. Um, It is completely different. The client is different. The style of hair and makeup is different. The trends are different. Um, The needs of the client are different. Um, And truthfully, And I think this is like a little bit of the part that I struggle with sometimes is that it's actually a much easier market Mm. than, um, than Philly is. And I think it just speaks to, um, you know, the fact that it's, it's a destination place. So already, if you're having a destination wedding, you're just a most likely a little bit more of a low key person. Um, so I think, I think for me, just like coming to terms with like, wow, this person doesn't want to have 45 phone calls with me. They don't have a thousand questions. They don't like, they're not emailing me back and forth. It's like, boom, I like your work. Hey, done in and out. It's like, it's so easy that it's almost like awkward for me sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly how my experience with Brianna was. I think she was the only person I looked at and I literally was like, she sent the quote and I was like, perfect. Like paid. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of wild stuff that goes on there. Like a lot of wild stuff. So if you find somebody that's fairly normal and that's what you're looking for, grab that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's exactly like, you're right. And I feel like people who also go to Vegas to get married are usually either a wild and they're not going to get like hair and makeup done because they're like doing it on a whim 
or mm-hmm. they're like very low key, like very like, okay, cool. I I'm doing destination. So like, I don't need to be so, so, so picky about this. I yeah. also think like, if you're getting married in the area that you live, I'm just thinking personally, like I may already have a makeup artist that I like or that I've used before or that someone I know has used like there, it, you have so many more options. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's, you know, that's like the major difference in, um, you know, like even just like down to the marketing tactics of what we do here, like, you know, in Philly, we ha- it's important for me to have really good relationships with vendors, like my photographers and stuff, because they're sending me referrals or, um, you know, keeping up with my past clients because they're sending me, you know, they were a bridesmaid and now they're a bride. They're sending me referrals and all that sort of thing where um, in Vegas, it's more important that we have like the digital marketing and the SEO up to par because people are hopping on Google, Instagram, whatever, and just finding people online and reading reviews and all of that. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, the client, which is, which is really cool for me to see is like, you know, it really just is about like enjoying their day and getting married. Um, that's really the most important part here. It's a little bit more of a production. I think it's just, you know, our culture here, it's a lot for the family, a lot for everybody else. Um, and sometimes we get a little bit caught up in the the production of it. Um, but it's, it's cool to see in Vegas, like people are really just excited to get married. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> and that gives me for the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that is the sentiment, right? Like, just mm-hmm. like, we just want to get to the altar. Like we just want to get, get, get it done. Yeah. Uh, speaking from my own experience for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. I read on your questionnaire that you guys are doing a lip product line. Yes. Can you talk about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're in like the super, uh, not super early stages of it. We have a sample batch being manufactured right now. So um, I think we're going to start off, um, you know, kind of seeing like how our clients do with it. Um, so, you know, for weddings, everybody's always like, is this lipstick going to last all day? And you're like, no man, it's lipstick. So why don't you buy one? Um, so we're going to do that, see how it goes with our clients. And then ultimately, you know, we're going to move into like marketing it as a, um, as a full line and, you know, something that we've, we wanted to do, um, as a company since the beginning is making sure we are doing our part to give back. Um, so we are going to donate a portion of our profits, um, towards women empowerment, women in business, all that sort of good stuff. Um, so exciting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. That I feel like that is just like, when I saw that, I was like, that makes so much sense because it would be such an easy, like, you know, add on and yeah. like how, how amazing would it be to like have the lipstick, the same lipstick that you wore on your wedding day as a like normal day to day. Right. It could be like, yeah. Oh, this is actually like the lipstick that I wore on my wedding day. Like this is the exact yeah. one, you know, that would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be good. I think, um, you know, we're, we're excited. I think we're excited to just, um, 
kind of like break things up a little bit and like do something a little bit different. Um, you know, just, uh, just as a company and, um, you know, continue to expand, grow, do different things. And obviously still making sure that, you know, that we're doing our part. Yeah. Um, what type of things are you guys going to give back to Like, do you have anything lined up yet? Like women empowerment stuff? We are very much in the research, um, stages of that. We want to make sure that, um, you know, that it is, going towards something, how do I say it? Like going towards something like tangible. First of all, we want to make sure that all of the money that we donate is going where we want it to go. Um, we're, we're looking at it right now, but if anybody has recommendations or something you love, send it to me and we will put it on the list of things that we are looking into for sure. Sweet. And, um, I'll have everything linked for Mariana down below, whether that be Brianna Michelle Beauty or in Philly, Marinko Beauty. Um, so if you guys are getting married, you guys can hit her up, obviously. Um, I want to also touch on like you said that when you dropped out of like or when you were missing a lot of college, mm-hmm. that your dad was or your both your parents, I guess, were saying, like, okay, go to a private school. And then when you, or not go to a private school, sorry, you go to a public, but what happened when you were like, I don't want to even go to school anymore. How did your parents react to that? And was it like a big conversation or was it a big deal? Um, (laughs) um, I presented it originally as I am going to take a year off. Um, and we all know what happens when you take a year off. Um, but my dad has always very much been like, um, college isn't for everybody. Um, and I think, you know, so long as I had like a job and a plan, they were, they were cool with it. Um, I'm sure, you know, would they have loved to see me follow the path of what a Marlton, New Jersey kid is supposed to do? Uh, sure. But, um, I think they, they trusted me to, um, to, to get myself, get myself together. Um, I, I just remember, you know, being in high school, like my senior year, like, especially growing up around here, everybody goes to college and, you know, you know exactly what you're going to do from the time you are like a junior in high school. And, you know, you go to your four years of college. If you, you know, do post-grad stuff, great. Um, but I don't, I didn't have this like super duper passion. you know, when I was like looking at colleges or figuring out what I was going to do, I, um, I mean, I think, I think if I had done it all over again, I probably would have taken my year off at the front end, um, and not forced myself to go to college because that was like what I was supposed to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, everything happens for a reason, right? I'm glad I got the college experience. I had a year where I lived on campus and let me tell you something, you could not pay me money to do that again. That was just not, um, (laughs) that was just not me. Um, but I'm glad I got the experience and, 
Yeah. I mean, you know, my, my parents have always been, have always been really, really, um, supportive of me. And I definitely know that like behind the scenes, sometimes they'd be a little bit like shaken in their boots, but, um, always really, really supportive. I love to hear that. And I think, um, that's such a huge thing now that people are seeing, like, you don't have to go to college, you can do other things. And I think that's really shifting, um, especially with like the price of college is so expensive. Um, and I felt that way too. I didn't have anything that I was like super passionate about, but my parents were like, you have to go to college. You have to do something. Um, so I kind of had a similar, no, and it's not. And I, I feel the same way. Like, I'm glad I went to college and I had, um, the college experience I actually failed out of college. I got suspended and never looked back in, but um, you, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but, um, I'm really glad for those years and that experience, because I do think even though college may be not the right path, I do think it's a really good experience also to be like going to school and having a purpose and like being around other people that are also trying to figure out what the fuck they want to do. And I think if I never went, I also would have never found out that like accounting and, you know, business in the traditional sense was not for me. And yeah, can you imagine accountant? Can you imagine when you went to school for accounting, you were going to be an accountant? (laughs) Actually, did um I even interviewed for my mom's accounting firm because my mom's an accountant and my mom didn't even hire me. So I feel like I, that was she was like, what the hell? You don't know anything about this. If she would have, then who knows what the fuck I'd be doing. Like I may still I may have been an accountant. Like, geez. No shade to the accountants out there, but but like look at you now. I don't know. <laughs> Can you imagine oh, someone coming God. into an accounting firm and it's like bright pink and like Y2K themed? Main character energy on your sweatshirt. <laughs> yes, you can trust me with your money. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I um, I remember, so my major in college was criminal psychology. And I remember it was so everybody, listen, everybody thought they were so hilarious making this joke to me, right? They were like, oh, so what are you going to do? Catch the serial killers and then put makeup on them? Like, first of all, that's not a funny joke, number one. Second of all, get out of my face. (laughs) Yeah, it's just funny to see like what we, I mean, listen, the psychology part that I learned, I mean, there are some things that um, are useful, you know, absolutely. but yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't about to, I wasn't about to do something like that. Um, but I just remember, I just remember this funny thing. I, so I went to special effects school the following, um, the following year after I went to like beauty makeup school and I went to my school had a campus, um, in New York. And so I was living at home and I went in every single morning. We started promptly at like 7 a.m., So I was driving to West Hampton, which is like a good 20-ish minutes for me, getting on a 4.30 a.m. bus, 
going two hours away every morning, going to school until like four o'clock, getting home, eating dinner and going to bed. And I just, so I could do it all over the next morning. And I did that for like three months. And I just, <laughs> I just remember my dad saying like, get her up at four o'clock in the morning to go to makeup school. That's no problem. Try to get her up for a 9 a.m. college class. And you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> And it was so true. Like I set my alarm every morning and I got myself out of bed, got there on time, ready to go, had a great time, came home, showered, ate, went to sleep and yeah, college, not so much. Well, that's just like, if it's something you're passionate about, right? Something you're enjoying, much easier to get up and do the thing. Yeah. So I think that's pretty much what my parents knew that, um, you know. At least she's getting out of bed for this. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is happening to my screen? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good picture. Thank you. I actually need... There we go. Okay. I think this means I need um new USB connection. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on? We also do a rapid fire. So we're going to do that. But is there anything Ooh, else you want to those. touch on? I'm sure something else will come up during the during the rapid fire. I'm ready. Um, okay, so we're going to move into the rapid fire portion. Before I do that, I just want to remind you guys, I'm going to have everything for her linked down below. Um, so you guys can go check her out, give her a follow. She posts beautiful photos, obviously. So let's do... Um, <laughs> okay, so the rapid fire. Because <laughs> you laughed at it. <laughs> Listen, I do the best I can on Instagram, okay? It's a tough, uh, it's a tough world out there. <laughs> I think you do an amazing job. Oh my God, here's my video going out again. Great. Okay. Um, so I always start the rapid fire with what is your favorite food? Um, French fries. Mm. Truthfully, like I will eat a potato in any form. <laughs> I remember you saying that in combo. <laughs> what? I remember you saying that in Cabo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will eat like any, I will eat a potato in any form, but um, definitely like French fries and chips, depending on the crunch level that I need. <laughs> but you can miss me with the steak fries. Absolutely not. What type of fries are your favorite? Um, I'm going to say probably like a McDonald's type of fry. Mm. Or like diner fries are really good too, but no steak fries. Don't hit me with like those soggy five guys, French fries. Nope. Absolutely. No, me neither. Like they're soggy, right? It's not, it's not me. They're soggy. I don't know why people obsess over those fries. I absolutely hate them. I need a crispy, crunchy fry. Yeah. Yeah. A steak fry. I, I could get down with sometimes, but not when they're like, not raw, but they're like, potatoey in the middle like too Do much like when they're potatoey in the middle no I don't yeah well that's what I'm saying I feel like the potato to crunch ratio is pretty off yeah for sure for sure um do you dip your fries in anything <laughs> do you dip your fries in anything usually not no no oh, okay interesting um okay what is your coffee order right now Um, I am a Dunkin' person, so I will get a medium iced with a little bit of cream and a Splenda and unsweetened French vanilla. Mmm, I love a good vanilla. 
Mm-hmm. What is your overly complicated with with the coffee? I <laughs> I've caught myself watching these reels of like people's Starbucks orders, and I'm just like, what is happening right now? Like I I just couldn't. I would be no. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Well, you know, the Starbucks app is really amazing for that because I mean, saying all that is kind of embarrassing, like having a 15 minute order, (laughs) but on the Starbucks app, you can get, you can pop off. I mean, I do that sometimes. And then, so what do you do? Do you like then go to the drive through to pick up a mobile order? Does that, does it work like that? Or you have to go inside because I'm not going inside. No, you can pick it up through the drive through. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. That is a really good thing because yeah, going inside can be kind of annoying, but yeah, you can pick it up through the drive-thru. I don't know if Duncan may do that too. Like, I don't know if they do a mobile order. I haven't gone to Duncan in a while because it's not that close to me. I was on a Duncan oh, kick. I, always forget that, um, <laughs> I remember when I went to, when I went to school in LA, they, at that time it was 2014, they did not have Duncan in LA and they were just putting like the first one on Santa Monica Pier or something like a year after, um, after I'd gone there. That's just, it's just wild to me. There's one every like two feet around here. Yeah. Yeah. They have a few more now. Um, but yeah, it's not that big here. It is more in Texas. I think they have more. Cause I had it when I remember having it a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. But definitely East coast thing. Yeah. Um, what is your drink of choice? So you're going out getting a drink. What do you get? Oh, this is a really good question. Um, just because I used to be a bartender, a lot goes into a lot of, a lot of thought goes into, into my drinks. So I try to, and I believe that everybody should do this. I try to drink what is appropriate to the place that I'm at. So if I'm going to a like dive bar, I'm certainly not going to order some like hype ass cocktail because first of all, it's going to taste like crap and they're going to be really pissed at me. Um, but for the most part, I would say wine at this point in life. Um, pretty heavy on the Prosecco or champagne. Me too. Yeah. That's Um, my drink of choice. Also, fun fact, one of the things that I dislike most in life is stemless drinkware. I have a real I feel the same. Do you? Good. It's not just me. I feel like that's it like It makes it hot. Yeah. Yeah, that too. But I feel like stemless drinkware is like so trendy right now. People are like, "Ooh, I'll have a stemless champagne." No, I will not have a stemless champagne flute. No, I will not have a stemless wine glass. If I'm going to drink a glass of wine, it's because I want the nice glass. Yeah, the bigger, the better. Mm-hmm. But it has to have a stem. I totally agree. I was into that stemless drinkware for a little bit. Like what maybe like, I'm not trying to sound like I was ahead of the curve, but maybe. I mean, I think it's been popular for a while. But <laughs> <laughs> like, that was like a long time ago for me. And I'm like, I... I hate it. I feel like I'm like, I hate it so much. It makes it hot. You get fingerprints all over it. Yes. It's like, oh, that is, that is really grimy. I, I, I didn't even think about that, but yes, absolutely. And I do notice that the places that give a stemless drinkware tend to be like cheaper places, maybe because they're worried about it getting broken. Hmm. 
I just an observation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can, I can, I can get that. Um, so what do you order at a dive bar? Are you ordering a beer? Are you ordering? Um, it depends. So if they have like good beers, um, then I will. But if it's like a Miller light type of place, like, no, I'm not going to get a beer. I would probably get like a Tito's and soda or something and just hate my life and be miserable. (laughs) (laughs) No, I promise I'm not that bad. I just, um, I have a lot of, I I do the same exact thing. (laughs) I do the same thing. I'm like, I guess I'm getting a tequila and Sprite and, uh, I'm going to be pissed about it. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't really want to drink this right now, but you know what? For the sake of the event, I'm going to book up and do it. Yeah. (laughs) Are you a white claw drinker or like a seltzer drinker? No, no. Um, And here's why the, uh, return on investment with those is just not good. Um, agreed. And it just gives me like the bubble guts and it's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. yeah, agreed. Agreed. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the Prosecco or like a sparkling wine because return on investment is good. Excellent. Yeah. I don't get the, I don't get like so much gas. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like it's not, um, it's not nearly as, as bubbly as, um, as like a, as a white claw. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure I understand the, um, the obsession with those. I think it's just, um, like the sparkling water trend that is happening now. People are like, Ooh, it tastes like nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Well, got you feeling like nothing too. That's what my, my sister said that this was the best description of a sparkling water was like, it's whatever the flavor is. Let's say the flavor is strawberry. And she said, it's like a, a, it's like a TV static, with a whisper from the other room of flavor. <laughs> that is really true. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. I like the sparkling water, but I also like like regular sparkling water sometimes, just depending. I don't drink soda. So sometimes I like it, but um I'm I'm like the flavor is not hitting. Like the flavor is not hitting. Like it I like the limoncello. Those are the strongest oh, yeah, in flavor. Those Agreed. Those you are good. Those are good. I'll, I'll drink. I'll drink sparkling water too. Um, but for whatever reason, like I won't drink white. I'll drink sparkling water though. But um, also, I don't know. Do you? You don't have Wegmans, right? No, but I know what it is. <laughs> so <laughs> our Wegmans has black cherry vanilla. Mm which is pretty, pretty flavor forward. So I like that one. And I like the limoncello. Yeah. Yeah. You have to find the right flavors. Sometimes the flavors are like a miss, but yeah. Like you get like a lime or something. Yes. yes. Not about it. Not about it. Um, what is your best Amazon purchase of this month? Ooh, this month. Um, I bought this tripod. Ooh, really small. Love it. Um, it comes with like this little like Bluetooth remote, but it like opens up pretty decent. Like it'll come like, Oh, wow. Yeah. But it's compact. So I can just like throw it in my bag real quick. Love that. And it's aesthetic. Um, 
What? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I said it's aesthetic. It's aesthetically it's pleasing. White. No. What? What is that? What does that mean? It's it's white. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> like it's pretty. It's not ugly. Oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Um, if you were not doing what you're doing now, owning businesses, doing the thing, being a CEO, what would you be doing? Hmm. What would I be doing? Or like in my like dream world, what would I want to do? Because those are very different. <laughs> dream world, dream world. Um, I would be a musician. Ooh. Um, when I was growing up, I was, and this is a fun fact about me because I haven't talked about this in a long time. I was like fairly musically inclined growing up. Um, I was not like fantastic by any means, but, um, play a lot of instruments growing up. Um, I come from like a big music forward family. Um, so yeah, I definitely could see that. I could definitely I see you doing that. I was in a band <laughs> at one point. It was pretty wild. That is wild. Yeah, I could definitely see that for you, though. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think like, that's all my questions. I love to end on that one. So, sorry, that was like a long, awkward pause. I had to drink something. <laughs> um, I want to say thank you so much for coming. Thank you for giving me your time. Thank you oh for God. always like always supporting. And, um, you know, I love you so much and thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. I love you. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm always, I'm always down for a little chat. So, um, thanks for, thanks for asking me some good questions and letting me, letting me talk for a little bit. Yeah, you're welcome. I love it. I'll have everything for her linked down below for you guys, as well as anything that we mentioned in the podcast, as well as a tripod. I'm going to have you send me the link so I can link it for you guys. Because <laughs> it is aesthetic. <laughs> I'll have it linked and um, anything else for that we mentioned in this episode, I'll have linked down below for you guys. You guys can check the show notes, follow Mariana on Instagram. And thank you so much. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Love ya. All right. You guys have a good week and I will see you next week.